Welcome back to our lush ladies and bro backers. It's Brown Boys We Made It. It's your host, your heterosexually insecure boy Rom and your steezy hippie Vic. What's up, Vic? <laughs> Not much. Still geeking on the fact that you're heterosexually sexually heterosexually insecure, dude. Come on, 2021. Get with it. It's okay to to think gay thoughts. It's normal as a as a person, as a human. It doesn't mean you're gay, okay? And there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm just saying, like, it's okay, Rom. You don't have to, like, you know, have ego flares when when you get challenged about your sexuality. Okay. <laughs> See, there it goes again. Anyway, what's up, lush ladies, bro backers? We're here to not apologize this time for the long gap in between episodes because you guys know we're human. We're living our life. We're um, doing the best we can. <laughs> you know, that's definitely one of the four of them. You know what I mean? Um, but we love you. And we're going to be more consistent per usual. But we're not here to apologize. We're just here to say we love you. And we're thankful for your time that is, you know, patronizing this epi, dude. Appreciate you. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, I got to say, got to appreciate the interactions on the social media uh, shoot even in person and just like oh, conversations oh. with yeah a little teaser <laughs> and even just <clears throat> people who we like will meet up with sometimes and then they've taken the chance to even ask us about the pod or you know friends all of that jazz like it's, it's cool that you know how supportive everyone's been and just uh interactions yeah jazz jazz it up yeah you've been feeling cute lately haven't you You've been feeling so cute. I'm always cute. I'm the sweetheart of this pod. You've been feeling cute, getting approached in real life, just getting an influx of numbers, seeing the analytics jump. You're an analytics guy, so like, when you see numbers move, you're like, oh, dude, I'm feeling so cute. Yeah, it just means there's more lush ladies and brobackers ear holes to get into. Oh my gosh, dude. That's so flirty, honestly, talking about ear holes. You love ear holes, don't you? I love ear holes. <laughs> I think you're just a little salty. I beat you too if I say it ear holes. Dude, honestly, I just have salty ear holes because I came out of the embiotic fluid of nature, aka the ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, island boy. Island vibes, dude. Dude, tell us about this uh, real life interaction with a lush lady and or a bro backer that you feel like, you know, was undoubtedly a, a moving moment in your life. Yeah, so... And this is a self-proclaimed lush lady. She told me she was a lush lady. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, so oh yeah. 100% gotta appreciate that. Love that, love that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm a lush lady. I was like, that's awesome. But it's someone I grew up with um, in our our predominantly white community of Oak Ridge, North Carolina. Um that made it yeah no she is she is a lush lady that made it and it was interesting because something we were discussing um her also not being part of like white race and growing up in a community that's uh predominantly white how um how like just making friends as you grow up and and things even that we'll have to think about when we have children and um if we don't marry into our same race or in their interracial 
or I don't know if that's a right term maybe it's split racial but how what will they identify to what who will they gravitate towards friends and it made me think wow, uh, this is a heavy heavy topic for the for the brown boys that made it dude this is like a you know this is a, especially in the age that we fit in you know in the amount of years and amount of times the sun's gone around in the earth you know i mean the moon the sun you know i mean it's just been, it's been a long time these things are conversations that are you know about the future about you know leave like do for the kids style you know what i mean like now we're you know we're beyond introspecting but beyond our own understandings and and trying to understand the future generations and i mean that's another reason why we do this pod this pod is meant for you know that exact thing it's to cement our understandings and our voice and our vibrations that come out from our brain that is you know cultivated through our experiences and our understand and you know and we're, we're putting it out there for it to be listened to in the future for for the future generations it's just so amazing to have this uh lush lady bring up such a such a heavy heavy topic i love it you know the heaviness uh you know just resonates with the vibe you know it sounds like it uh hits you with the wrecking ball that kind of heavy oh my gosh rom you're so cornballer <laughs> uh you know me cute af but i agree i think it was heavy and the thing is when she said it i didn't really think about it like it's not something i've ever introspected or self-reflected on tr- like truly and like put thought into it and right see like how would it affect how i view things now and we know what we do in this pod right like we self-reflect we like to dig deep um you know beaver deep and i was like huh this would be one to unpack it definitely one of our heavier heavier topics yeah dude appreciate you on just zipping the zipper of the pack right there and uh just letting loose and showing everything that you got um obviously we're not showers we're growers so we're gonna take time to let this uh, <laughs> we're gonna let this to like really resonate and understand a lot of it um but first off like growing up where we grew up making friends um i think we're only able to see the different side uh hence the we why we made it because we had the opportunity to make friends of different culture and different angles of life you know what i mean like we would go to school and we would see one way of life and then we would go to church i'd go to like my filipino church or something or i'd go to a family you know reunion and it was like all of my filipino cousins or filipino friends that are just are just asian in general and it's just a different culture and a different angle as well and viewpoint in life and i mean the way that you you then project and i guess regurgitate these per- perceptions in life dictate where your ideals will go i mean yeah there's a difference but the difference is gorgeous it's the most amazing thing ever it puts the different sides to the to the diamond it, it's what makes you know the diamond shine differently for everyone what everyone is you know shine bright like a diamond <laughs> you know what i mean it's just the it's it, it's what makes it beautiful and making the differences and in, in ways of like walls of uh you know uh it's different and uh, i don't you know I, I, I hate to implement that just because that's such a, a a way that like you know perceives that we haven't made it but we understand more than that and it's just uh 
for me, it was just a bunch of differences. And it was never really like something I struggled with because I never really saw myself. Well, I mean, obviously I knew I was different, but I never saw myself to be anything capable or anything less or less capable, I guess is a better. <laughs> yeah, less capable. I agree. I, it's different. <laughs> well, actually, my experience may have been a bit different than yours. Same overarching experience of oh really like overarching like my journey through the access of being friends with people my own like race and religion like growing up i had a indian community based off like hinduism where our families would go to like the same temple and pray and we do like different functions at on the weekends where I'd be very much in touch with I had friends in that community and while at the same time my day-to-day like going to school and stuff I had you know um, other friends of my not identified with my race or religion and then but I also had a time where when I went to India for a few months and like I would say the how do I describe it so my my relationships growing up with my Indian the Indian friends and my American friends were different only because when I've been thinking about so far in this pod I didn't have that much depth with my Indian friends outside of just getting to like hang out with them at family functions and our religious events but I think about it I had spent most of my time with my American friends, whether it's through school or even like sports activities, you and I, we've talked about like all the different sports we played growing up. That, yeah. that was a huge way of making friends as yeah. a child. And, and then I, I'll, it like the different, like the, the, the capabilities and like, I, I was like, oh dude, we're out, we're out here on the same field. We're, we're the same. It never phased me. That was, uh, there was such a big difference until after until i moved to the philippines and i then also made memories with different cultures and different you know perceptions in life and um yeah i think that's a big part of it it's like we we didn't really have uh, any of our building blocks or foundational blocks built on a different culture you know what i mean so there's definitely a perspective that's missing from you know the brown boys that made it we definitely should uh, maybe one day call up this lush lady and see if she's interested in talking with us yeah, for sure. And I, I agree. And I, what you said is I didn't really know it was different because I think a lot of it growing up, I just thought, oh, I have a different depth with the American friends I have than the ones I, uh, my Indian friends I'd meet sometimes on the weekends and stuff. But when I went to India too for a few months and I was like hanging out with my cousin and all his friends and became really close with them, like we went on a lot of trips together and and just like hung out pretty much every day yeah like My, bed and stuff like classic cousin vibes yeah yeah all of it and don't let your imagination limit you um but i developed such a close bond with all of them i mean i still talk to them, uh, a few of them like through social media and stuff here and there um but that's when I actually realized there was a difference and I don't know how much of it was the context of just living in India during that time versus actually diving more into the depth of the 
of those friendships. Yeah, I mean, again, like the depth of the friendships is like, I guess, time spent, you know, uh, experiences you've gone through together. So like, that's definitely real. But I mean, as for like, let's uh, let's dive into the consideration of being in this uh, third lush lady mindset of you know having a fundamental block of growing up with different cultures and then mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say dealing with it but like you know understanding the differences and et cetera et cetera I mean I I experienced that a little bit coming back to the states like I, I always said that it was even more of a culture shock moving back moving back than it was going there to the Philippines and uh, I agree I think that uh, you know holds some power to it and some truth in the way that it expresses the just the dynamic in every aspect it's whether uh you know I mean we we all go out in this world and we're we're all fighting and understanding you know the influences of the outer world the the influences of the people around us what they think of us what do you know these people you know judgments right we're all we have that as we're aware and we don't let that you know you know we don't let that control us but we're aware and I mean when you come back to the, to the state uh, you definitely feel the awareness of different aspects of life that you don't really see in the east I guess you could say um, so what came up in your awareness when you came I mean, back there's a lot of things to consider here that, that revolves around the standard living procedure <laughs> Uh, SLP, as we like to say in the lab. Um, it's just, you know, it's different. There's a lot of things that are considered important here that you wouldn't com- consider in the East, and there's a lot of things that aren't considered here that are considered there. It's just a, a difference in culture, but just like any other, you know, uh, major uh, alpha species, we're evolving, and we're uh, or adapting but I mean there's definitely a challenge there's definitely no you know a difference and there's definitely uh, uh, a call for more awareness or you will get sucked into this this uh, first world treadmill rat race well so when you said you came back and things start popping more into your awareness of like the differences what were some of those differences that you noticed well, I mean, the consideration of money here is just, you know, just much greater. I mean, obviously, money makes the world go round, you know, and uh, it's just the reality in a, in a, you know, economy like America. It's part of it's part of the society here, and it's not. I mean, it's not necessarily not the society elsewhere. It's just uh, there's different focal points, like uh, basically just the essentials to live a good life, which is just like, you know, having food on your table, having family safe and uh, healthy, you know, just having food on the table. I already just say that, but, you know, it's the same thing. I don't want to create, you know, subjective judgments of each one, but I'm trying to project my understanding as best as possible. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily money, but you would say it's like a different priorities, like in how not it's more 
priorities are di- ordered differently. Right. And I mean, fundamentally saying in our lives, we all have our own, you know, priorities and we can understand the importance of them and the way that they draw our energy and the way they draw our perception of life. <clears throat> it's powerful stuff, you know. Focus on your priorities. We got to take this time right now to, uh, you know, remind the people, the Lush Ladies and Bro backers, that, you know, your daily habits and your priorities of your days and your life make up who you are. You know, you, you, you don't prioritize food and exercise and you ask why you're unhealthy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, the, it's the things that you look in life define you, right? It's not the things you know. You can love meditating or the thought of it, but never actually practice it and never actually achieve, you know, the understanding that you can gain. But um, yeah, back, back on track if you want. <laughs> yeah, we can for a bit, but I will circle back to what you said because you may have heard in other episodes, I feel like I listened to a video on YouTube that somehow directly will correlate to something we see on this pod. So I will circle back on that point you just said. Okay, okay. Uh, I look forward <clears throat> to back around and, you know, dump it down on the boy. I'll dump it all over the boy. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think there's like priorities are one are important, but I do think it's also understanding. And this is just talking about experience. It's not really judgment. There's a different way of living. So in either country or just places where you live at and that plays an effect of how you develop relationships in that environment and take like India, for example, and specifically, I was there during my like 21, 22 year old age. Oh, big years, big years for the kids. So taking the aspect of what age I was in when I visited and my cousins around the same age, he's a little bit older than me and all his friends. So the way they're, they're in that age of either, they're like all essentially graduated at college and working. Um, but working in India is a little bit different than how I'd say, like if we were graduating college here in the U S and like, we're looking for jobs and still all trying to figure it out. And we are trying to prioritize those things. Um, there it's like you either, you can work for companies, but a lot of people also work for a lot of family businesses and their day to day is a little bit less, it's not as structured as the way it may be in the U.S. where you're working a nine-to-five, for example. But think about it there, a lot of them are essentially, I would say, living more of an entrepreneurial-esque lifestyle where they have their family businesses or may have a few meetings here and there, maybe a lot of travel. and More managerial than <clears throat> startup kind of uh, application of time and effort. Exactly. So their day-to-day didn't revolve on a set schedule. And but all everyone was like that in his friend group um so that allows for like a different way of connecting too a lot of times we it was very common to like go start your day get coffee with some of these friends and then maybe we'll all separate but then we'll come back like early afternoon and or some days it's like oh there's nothing we'll just go have like an adventure day or like you know do something it, and I thought about how that plays an effect of if, and I think a lot of it just goes to is like, depending on the things that you pursue and the friend group that usually attract friend groups that are people in general, um, 
that match like your lifestyle because you get to learn more and relate to people who are more like you entrepreneurs than to work with other entrepreneurs or be friends with a lot of entrepreneurs doctors doctors or Birds you know business whatever so it, it's I think it's less of like maybe cultural thing but it just like happens to be like same business type and whatnot and the relationships you build out of it tend to be different and I think I just re- during that time resonated to that lifestyle a lot more and coming back it was a shock to me of oh, I was doing my senior year and then we're going to start at nine to five and you have less connection points mm, right the priorities are the priorities are different thus uh, it showing in your time ability to be spent in certain areas basically sacrifices being made you know yeah right i agree i mean there are instances though in this consideration of this perspective of this wonderful lush lady that i have definitely understood in consideration of interaction between different cultures i mean um your boy essentially went to an international school for college you know to to university um i was at homies from all kinds of walks of life from foreign expats to you know international backpackers slash you know ceo of companies just trying to get away from the hustle and bustle to you know like people just you know creating jewelry on the street as they're backpacking you know and then i also had my classmates of this international school that was you know from iran from madagascar from africa you know just you know a lot of different countries and continents and there was times when you know interactions between us would be abrasive oh might i say especially between the american and the philippine male cultures in the philippines really yeah very much so there was a there was a lot of fights like i'd see i saw a lot of fights i got involved in way more fights than i ever have in my life in my university years i mean i guess that's probably uh normal I mean, might I express that I don't fight for uh, anything other than to protect friends or family. So you can understand what this was like. I mean, there's just an abrasive nature between the aggressive, confident American mindset to a very, you know, foreign, passive, um, yeah, culture like the Philippines, like very friendly. And I mean, obviously that that never happened with me. Like I just stated, it was more or less for some friends of mine and, you know, people also of all cultures. I mean, dude, the Russians were freaking crazy, dude. There were these Russian dudes that would just get obliterated at the bars. Obviously, that's normal for them. That's Russian vibes, dude. They're just like taking down anything that's wet, dude. Honestly, just like your boys jumping into it. I don't think I've ever had a Russian friend to like actually confirm that vibe, but that's uh, interesting yeah uh it's not a it's not a you know a judgment or a stereotype these were the, sounded homies like one. the homies that i had dude i'm just saying and they it would just sounded like into, a stereotype they would just get into these gnarly fights dude just obliterated just so angry oh did you God. ever get a chance to like just talk to them about like how is life in russian like does that play effect of how they were acting there uh well yeah obviously you're in a in a you know tourist town international school there's you know alcohol is cheap there's a lot of foreign tourists you know it's a people are there to party as well 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like really that obscure. But no, that that's their culture. They just get trashed. There's also like the Papua New Guineans. They get trashed as well. I have some friends from Papua New Guinea. Dude, they can literally drink like 40 beers in one sitting. Literally. Like, you think I'm joking. Damn. And this is like uh, before they go play a rugby game. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. No, dude, these guys are on. I'm telling you, like, it's built it's a, different. They're yeah, built different. People are built different when you're coming from different parts of the world. And that's just a respect you have to have and understand. And I mean, I, I hate to have these understandings based off the viewpoint of just like, you know, drinking. Um, dude, and the, dude, some of the most beautiful souls I've met, I have a Papua New Guinean friend who will forever be, you know, and like we won't talk for a long time, but I know that we think about each other. I can just feel it. He's a good soul. He's such a good person. But you know, that's a uh, just some of my uh, cultural interactions that you know have a relation to this understanding of uh, the lush lady's viewpoint. There's definitely yeah. you know you you have to be considerate and almost overly passive there's almost like a a different tone of voice that i take on when i backpack or travel in foreign countries that's quite interesting it's almost like a over endearing tone it's like a hi yes thank you so you know <laughs> yeah and it's a it comes with having a humble nature to different cultures that's one thing we should definitely take from this uh understanding of different viewpoints yeah I, I think that's always that approach has served me especially going into like new context the only reason I, I say that is when I was volunteering on Saturday since I'm still new to the game and like all these events and stuff and have just for the best part since You're I was out there friend. I was out there yeah for Carolina best friends I was out there on my own on Saturday manning the tent and I was like oh this is like I really not 100% sure what I'm doing, but I had, as I met people at that event, especially those in other tents and stuff, that's kind of the approach I took because people were so willing to help and it's just easier that way um, to get to know pe new people. Um, and honestly, now thinking back at it, so I told her, I, and I, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, I mean, when I was back in college after like, I chose not to really be friends with more of the Indian population and I, I even told you I was like I think I'm I made up a stigma in my head where they only hang out with them like selves they don't really cross intersect a lot but that was just more what I observed and saw it doesn't mean that would have applied like that would have applied if I had joined that friend group that I would I couldn't do hang out with my other friends and them at the same time and i i, I look back at that at it now and that was just like a limiting belief i had um for myself at that time it wasn't it was less about the judgment but it was more probably just like oh i couldn't find a way to make it work yeah just shows how powerful your beliefs are and you know your your capabilities of potential when you can open you know a disbelief to a you know a potential maybe belief you know it's a little crack in the door lets a lot of light in you know yeah absolutely um yeah there's a it's a it's an amazing thing to interact with multiple cultures uh it's in this day and age it's almost uh 
popularized, like to travel and go to different countries and see different cultures. And I can yeah. definitely see the the more traveled and their energy, you know, difference as compared to the less traveled, which is which is a beautiful thing that can happen if you're, you know, open to different cultures. Really. What's that, Rom? You were gonna say something before you uh, stuttered. Oh, I was gonna say I think traveling is so important just to get different perspectives and and see or interacting with different people. It allows that expansion of awareness when you do that. And I feel like anytime you don't have to necessarily travel out of the country if not, but you can travel within your own country just to different areas whether it's like rural areas or north or south area um because the cultures are all different even in your same like country um and you can still get bits and pieces that will help you anytime you meet someone new or interact with people i mean in consideration to getting culture and traveling i mean you could theoretically say the same concept is being done having your friends from different cultures i mean Mm -hmm. at this uh this hella hella dope Japanese homie, dude Daisuke, he's so chill. He also is a traveler of the world, so he would carry these instruments from all over the world on his backpack, and he just wear a summer kimono everywhere he went. Really? <laughs> a chiller, dude. He was a chiller. He was he's just a massage therapist in Tokyo, and uh, they he makes really good money. He travels Southeast Asia to be able to uh, indulge in. Uh, in our number one sponsor, we'd like to take this time to thank cannabis for in, for influencing love in everyone's lives all over the world. But yeah, he would he would basically do you know because you can't get any cannabis in Japan, so he would travel Southeast Asia and indulge in it. But yeah, he was an amazing guy. He invited me he invited me over for dinner. I invited him over for dinner, then he invited me over for dinner. You know, very very respectful forms of interacting. And um, I was learning in every single aspect from the invitation to the time I left his house, right? So we, we shared a dinner, we shared a meal, and it was so amazing to sit on the floor, to have a, a small table, to have, you know, tea with your meal. And just like this being very normal to him and him being very um, considerate in accepting me into understanding his new culture, taking the time to teach me it. I felt like I was in Japan, dude. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I walk into his apartment. I'm like, dude, this place is a vibration for vibrators only. Like, <laughs> it was sick. And it's it's amazing to, yeah, I can't brag. I just, I'm so enamored by my friends and the influences they've had in my life. And Thank you, everyone, lush ladies, bro backers, vibrators, anyone who's influenced my life for the better and who's going to influence my life for the better. And if you're already listening to this, you're probably already influencing my life because I'm doing this for a reason. Now I'm expressing it, realizing, understanding it. Now we're all one together, just living the best lives possible. I love everyone. Love you, Rom. Love you too, Vic. And I've also always thought Japanese culture is so like, intriguing and really cool. Like It's, it's on one of my... It's on my travel list of one of the places that top places I want to go to. Have you ever seen that show, uh, Terrace House? I don't know what you're saying. Terra or Terrorist? 
Terrace House, like T E. Yeah, Terrace House. No, is that that Japanese show where uh, they're like all living in one house? It's kind of like the real world, or like, but it's like Japanese version. Yeah, but it's a completely different culture. Like it, it's it's very like laid back, very. Yeah, this... I don't know. You, you watch it and you're like, wow, that like their version of real world. Like, uh, I don't want to play this judgment, but it on us like in the U.S. on our version of the real world, but it's just it. It's it's a great. How about you should watch it and yeah like, learn learn something. It's like those are microcosms for the society, right? So now you can mm-hmm. look, look at different different uh quote unquote real worlds and see what the realest world is which is your world baby because you're going to formulate it from the viewpoints of different cultures now that you're taking in baby you are the real world anyway rama i'm tripping i I had an espresso shot earlier so you know it's pumping through my veins all good oh shoot i didn't have coffee today whatever shoot (laughs) yeah dude and that's that's the amazing part of uh having amazing friends of different cultures and, and viewpoints and I can only encourage it like you know what I mean it's all it takes mm-hmm. is, a, is a mental mindset of acceptance and understanding and patience and you're then you're able to almost see a whole new world filled with rice and other stews you know what I mean it's just um it's amazing yeah, and let's give a moment to thank our lush lady for bringing us to our thoughts and allowing us to have this dialogue. Yeah. We appreciate it. We hope we did it justice, and if not, just let us know. Yeah, and just let us know. <laughs> you might be able to get on here with us. And those are the kind of things that I want to encourage to be on the show with us, you know what I mean? These kind of like viewpoints and understandings that's lacking from from the show. And I, I'm, I'm in love with the fact that we can have a reach that allows us to fill a seat you know what i mean at this dusty table yeah and what's cool is that not only has she been listening to a lot of the episodes like she felt engaged of like hey like you guys are talking about some important stuff especially as we've grown into our like mid 20s mid to late 20s like looking back you can realize how a lot of these things have shaped us to who we are where we are and and her providing her perspective like that's literally all we can ask for and like that's what we love to see so awesome keep keep it up to our burbackers and lush ladies yeah and dude slide in the dms of the ig that's instagram for the new folks out there that don't understand the abbreviations to life um in, it's brown boys we made it on instagram brown boys we made it and um slide in the dms do whatever you got to do to make it happen for you, you to see it all the time we have posts with every single uh episode that's coming out um the social media team is killing it they're absolutely killing it um so yeah show some love to them on there and if you have any more of these topics or like experiences of your life that's what you need to slide in there we don't even want to have you say hey hello just send that story or that you know viewpoint and just send it don't even say you know i mean we don't even need a hello or goodbye just express it it's all we we just want to have as many viewpoints as possible unless you want a hello or goodbye then we'll give you that double tap on a heart message yeah yeah we'll definitely we'll definitely interact if you want to interact we can touch fingers for sure fingers fingers but we did get a voice message that was dope is there anybody (laughs) 
Uh, any other ones? Is there any way you can play that um, voice message? Uh, I can... I'll insert it into an episode here. Okay, good. All right, I think that should be uh, the, our ending our ending sounds or it could be the beginning sounds let us know ladies and bro backers what you guys think about it i think it's an amazing piece it's a it's a vibrational genius moment happening before you every time you press play on it and uh, i think it should be incorporated into every episode (laughs) uh we'll hold off on exactly where and when we'll insert it but yeah like nick said it's very much a vibrational piece it's a, it's a song, actually. Someone started singing on there. It's so amazing. It's so, pretty funny. That's weird. Um, but cool. So, Vic, circling back on that point you made, have you ever heard of the guy Gary V? <laughs> yep, Dude. I've heard of Gary V. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I just started coming across his videos. Um, My gosh. Yeah, I know. Sad, right? Patrick but, underneath the rock i know where have i been all these years but um it came up on my youtube feed and i was watching it initially woke my guy yeah i guess i think that was like the opening up the lion's gate dude your algorithm has finally put you in a category of this guy has a third eye yeah oh he does 100 i think he knows it too he algorithm or gary v no gary v anyway keep going but i think he's definitely a very high awareness person like everything he talks about is very spiritual groundedness or base but when i i just like everything he teaches it has like kind of low-key blown my mind i (laughs) and he was saying this video and and he was talking to a group of people and he was just like and excuse my language, but he's like, why the fuck do you not do like everything that you do and everything that you spend your time doing? Like, why, like, why the fuck are you not doing things that you love to do? And he like challenged this one person to like, well, like my, my friends like do this or, well, I can, I can wait a couple, like, why can't I just do it in Texas? Like, why can't I, why do I have to move here to like, it's like, well, if you really fucking love it, then just fucking do it. Or you could wait like five years until Texas has something like that, that you can do. Or if you don't, if you're doing something because it's something your friends love to do, not what you love to do, like find new friends that love to do what you do. It, it was just like very interesting it was more of him talking to a group of people and them feeling so almost confused and taken aback because he's i mean he's definitely made it um he's doing extremely well and i think sometimes when people put something like like him it's very easy to be for him to come across as being on a pedestal but i think as you get your awareness up it's kind of like oh all this stuff makes sense he's not like looking down at people you know he's like you know looking down at people but um it's just it, it kind of caught me off guard of dang a lot of these group of people like they're clapping for him and like happy but at the same time once you give them the mic you can just tell there's so much hesitancy of like their direction in life and some of the core things that make it up like your passions and success and stuff like that and like fear of what choices to make and where to go um 
I know. I when you I forgot, honestly, I'll be honest, I forgot exactly what you had said earlier in the episode, but he had covered a very similar topic to what you had just talked about. I don't know if you can recall what you said. Habits, uh habits and how they shape you and you know your priorities priorities and your daily priorities and not ringing any bells oh yeah it was the priorities he was like the reason you guys are having all these questions and concerns is because you guys like he was like you need to figure out what your priorities are once you figure out all that like acting out of your intuition your gut he he always talks about he's like that's the number one thing I operate when making decisions on what I invest in or whatever I do is like, it's straight from the gut, but he's like, you can't do that until you understand what your priorities and values are in life. And I thought that statement was, uh, so empowering because it, it, to me, it kind of related whether it's like, what are your buckets in life or whatever it may be, um, how important that connects to like following your intuition. Yeah, and I, I like the combination of both these habits and priorities because your habits are almost subjected categories of your priority, right? And if it doesn't fit in that directional priority or that bucket, then why are you doing it? And that's why I wanted to tap into that a little bit. It's because we all are able to formulate our lives like an alchemist formulates a spell or, or a medicine, you know what I mean? Um, absolutely, I mean, it's a, it's a powerful notion to put into play. Gary Vee is uh, he's definitely a G, and he's definitely, you know, he's one of the, the goats of spiritual business capitalist, you know, split mind. Well, that a balance between the two right there. You got to have that. I mean, that balances. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're conscious of like what your outcome is and what you are hoping to attain, like then you're able to have those two mindsets or, you know, counterbalance your spiritual mindset with whatever complementary mindset you need. And the alchemy that you were talking about, like once you know what your buckets are, priorities are, and you can combine that with decisions that support that, it can, it's a really insane what alchemizes out of those two together. What Well, you use the word alchemize, but I, I agree. I don't know how else to describe it. It, the combination of the two coming together coming at fruition when you do that right and that's um intention and uh yeah but it's um it's a it's a powerful thing to take time to think about for sure your priorities and your habits and that's one of the reasons why i went into the direction of being a vegetarian i mean for the lush ladies and bro backers out there um i'm a vegetarian of more than five years now so i guess i'm I just decided to stop counting after five, but because that's like already the flex as in itself. <laughs> um, so like now my pro, I mean, I've already created one of my life priorities to be, you know, the fuel that I put in my body or the sacraments that I put in my body and the things that I, you know, 
ex, you know, I expel or live by using that as fuel. So like, it's quite important. And so with that, I've already, you know, put the intention and segregated it to being vegetarian, which means it's one of the less things I have to think about, you know, as a habit forming avenue in my life. Like I, you won't see me, you know, accidentally, you know, chomping on some, you know, pork ribs late night, you know what I mean? And like breaking my habits since, you know, and succumbing to my humanly, you know, virtues. But yeah, that's, uh, it's just the easiest thing to bring it down to like the, what, what you eat habitually, you know, definitely entails of who you are and what you're made of. So take care of yourself, everyone. I mean, there's a crazy world right now. There's, you know, health dangers floating around in the air. Take some vitamins, drink some fruit juice, eat some fruits, you know, get a couple green things in your life. Let's all get healthy, move around. Let's try and be considerate to our neighbors. Uh, I know wearing a mask is like the hardest thing in the world, but I mean, (laughs) so is eating vegetables, I guess, in this consideration. So let's all just try and live and healthy and be there for each other and um, be considerate to your neighbors. COVID, shout out COVID Delta variant, man. Yeah, preparing for potentially another little lockdown quarantine action if it goes there. Um, Safe. Use that time to figure out what what priorities you're going to have. If uh, always prepare for the worst, know what the worst outcome is, and align your goals to that. Knowing uh, knowing that there's an up in life is only revealing that you know that there's a down in life. So there is no celebrating ups and downs, but just you know maintaining a projection of health. So I just wish everyone health and contentedness and peace and love. Crazy world. Crazy world. Crazy world. Um, on that note, should we end it, Vic? Yeah, I think uh, at this point, hit him with that tune from our messenger. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there so you remember whenever uh, you edit. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.